the year of living, in the completed work of Jesus Christ, his redemption and salvation, completed the powers of darkness and the devil, defeated the Lord Jesus Christ's power to supply all my needs, established in 2023, is completed, defeated, and established in my life, in my home, in my church, and my children's lives. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. Repeat after me. Father God, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, I confess Jesus Christ as Lord over my life, my spirit, my soul, and body. I receive the power of God to make me sound, whole, delivered, saved, and healed now. I act on the word of God and receive the power of God. Sickness, disease, and pain, I resist you in the name of Jesus Christ. You're not the will of God for me. I declare the word of God on you. I will not tolerate you in my life. Leave my presence. My days of sickness and disease are over by the blood of Jesus Christ. I am saved. I am healed. The power of the curse has been forever broken over my life. Jesus bore my sickness, weaknesses, and pain, and I am free. Sickness Sin and fear, evil addictions shall no longer lord over me. I have been redeemed from the curse of the law. And I proclaim my freedom in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. seated in the presence of a holy God. We want to say good morning to all the covenant partners this morning. We want to say good morning to the SoundCloud listeners this morning. We thank the Lord for this last Sunday in this year of February. Amen? Amen. Amen. This morning as we get ready to go into the word of the Lord, we give you a minute to get your Bibles, pens, and pads. And we also, if you got your Bible on your phone, Bible on your iPad, we give you a minute to get those things in order. Amen. Amen. 
You need a Bible in here. Amen. Amen. We still use the Bible, whether it's on the phone or the iPad or the Bible itself. We still use the Holy Book of God. Amen. 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 Because we believe that out of the word, there is deliverance, healing, safety, deliverance, prosperity, and wholeness. That's what we believe. Amen. Amen. Let me just tell you right now, no matter what you're doing, no matter what you're going after, uh, no matter what you're believing for, let me say this right now. Oh, it is a stand. It's a, it's a stand. It's a, it's a fight. Amen? Amen. And when I say fight, I'm not talking about using anything but the word of God and your faith. Amen? Amen. Oh, you're going to have to believe for it. Amen? You're going to have to stand for it. You're going to have to decree it and declare it in your atmosphere and believe it. Amen? Amen. That God will what? Do it. Because he will. Too many others have come this way, and they made it. They got it. They received it. They walking in it. They living in it. They're enjoying it. So you can't tell me it can't be done. Amen? Amen. Amen. You just got to get up and do what you need to do. Amen? Amen? We've been talking about being kings and priests in the earth. And if you would, please, let's go to Revelation Chapter 1, Revelation chapter 1, because it's in the word of the Lord. Amen. Revelation chapter 1. And we're going to read from Revelation chapter 1, verse 5. So when you get it, say amen. Amen. All right, we're gonna, I'm going to read it. All right, and it says, Revelation 1 and 5, it says, And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, and the first begotten of the dead, and the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood, and had made us kings and priests unto God and his Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever, Amen. Amen. And so the word of God tells us this is not something we made up. This is not something that we made up. The word of God tells us that through the blood of Jesus Christ, through him forgiving us of all of our sins, you and I have either been made a king or a priest unto God, his father. Amen. Amen. Go to Colossians chapter one, please. Word of the Lord. The word of the Lord. The word of the Lord. Thank you. Hey, thank you, Jesus. Hey, yeah, Lord, it's proud. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord. The promises of God. All right. Colossians chapter 1, and I'm going to read verses 12 and 13, please. And it says, Giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who had delivered us from the power of darkness, and had translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son. Do you see that? So you've already got your transfer. Now, a lot of times it might not feel like you didn't received it but you have it and this is why the devil is trying to this is why he fights you so because you have been made a king or a priest and you have been translated into the kingdom of jesus christ and so therefore he 
fight you to try to keep you, praise God, in a low state of mind so you won't be able to rise up against him. Amen? Tell that devil this morning, not so. Not so. Say, I believe the word of God. Say, I believe that I am a king or a priest unto God the Father and that I already got my transfer. I'm already living in the kingdom of Jesus Christ. So the believer is either a king or a priest unto God the Father. Now, what is a king? It's those working in the marketplace. It's called the workplace. It's called those kings, those that have jobs out here in this world. What is a priest? A priest is a clergy from the fivefold ministry who work full time in the ministry. But as we've already shared, you have a dual um, occupation. Not only do you work full time on a job, as that king, but you also work within the ministry doing things that the Lord has said you could operate in. Amen? Amen. All right. So you operate as a king priest, but we must understand that as that king, our full-time job, your full-time job is out here at the workplace. Amen? So what are kings? Kings are anointed men and women in the workplace. I'm going to say that again. Just because you come to church on Sunday does not mean that you leave, praise God, the anointing. That's what a lot of people think. They think when I come to church, I'm just anointed on Sunday morning, but when it's time to go to that job on Monday, the anointing has left me. That is not true. You are anointed men and women in the workplace. Say that, say, I am a king. I am a king. That means, that means I, have a job. I have a job. Say, because the people are out there. The money is out there. Say, I don't live in the church. Priests are anointed men and women who are called in the fivefold ministry full time. But here's the thing, kings and priests must use keys of faith and business skills. Both must be anointed by the Lord to win. All people in the church are ministers who are called to serve the Lord and people. Put your hand on your heart. Say, I'm called, I'm called to, serve to serve the Lord, the Lord and, people. and people. So whether you are called to the pulpit or the pew, you have a calling. Kings and priests in the earth, a mighty spiritual army of professionals demonstrating Christ Jesus' ministry in this earth and overcoming, uh-oh, and overcoming all the forces of darkness. That's what we're supposed to be doing. So that's what I'm going to do. So I'm going to overcome. You see? The scriptures did not say for us to go to the church building and let our light shine. It is the world of darkness that we are to let our light shine. God is bringing forth saints in the workplace and public squares to let the light shine. Amen? Amen. To let the what? Light shine. Go to Matthew chapter 5. 
Oh, you don't like this this morning. But it's okay. It's all right with me. You go back to your house and let it fall down and go back to your job and let them demons beat you up tomorrow. Just go on. Just, just, just sit there till the service is over. It's all right with me. You don't want no victory? Fine and well. Because I'm going to tell you something. We've already entered. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Jesus has already gone to the cross. 2023 is the year of living in the completed work. Everything that you have on that declaration card is covered under the blood of Jesus. When Mardi Gras end, ended, there are those that have begun a 40-day fast. No meat, no eggs, no butter. They're going to give up something for 40 days. Because why? They're, they know they've entered into what is called holy days. And so this is where we are. So everything that you have on that declaration card is covered under the blood of Jesus Christ. When Jesus went to that cross, when you have his birth, his life, his death, his resurrection, and his ascension. All right. All of that is covered. Redemption and salvation. The powers of darkness and the devil. The power of Jesus Christ to supply all of my needs. All of that is completed, defeated, and established because of the blood of Jesus Christ. The thing is, the devil want to know if you know that. So what he does is he comes, he brings opposition because he want to know if you know. He tries to upset the housewife. He tries to upset the marriage. He tries to upset uh, those working in the ministry. He tries to upset those on the jobs. He tries to upset those that are out in the workplace. That's what he's coming for. He want to know, do you know? Who you are. And if you do know, are you going to stand up and operate in your God-given power? He want to know if you're going to use that power against him. Or you just going to let him walk all over you. So you can, you can get from under the bed. You can come out the closet. You can take your head from under the cover. Tell me, I wish he'd leave me alone. He coming to see you keep saying, you know, okay, then show it. All right, okay, okay. Matthew chapter 5, verse 13. And the word of God says, ye are the salt of the earth. But if the salt have lost his savor, Wherewith shall it be salted? It is therefore good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trodden under foot of men. 
Okay, this is what's going to happen. If you don't rise up and use that power, you say, well, what? I don't know what the power is. The name of Jesus Christ, the blood of Jesus Christ, the empowerment of the Holy Spirit, the anointing on your life. If you don't rise up and use it, you're going to be trodden underfoot. By sickness, disease, poverty, lack, no joy, no peace, no happiness. He says in the 14th verse, Matthew 5, 14, ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do people light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it give it light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Jesus said, you are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. So Jesus likened us to salt. Uh, he told his disciples, and we are disciples of Christ. They were salt. He says, they were to the world, and we are to the world what salt is in everyday life. Salt brings season. When that music was on, when Carlton came through that door, he started. I said, yeah, that's right. It lifted my spirit. You don't never know who watching you. Amen. And you just. <laughs> not trying to pick on you, Carter, but it did lift my spirit. I said, well, at least we got one in the building, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Salt seasons food. We are to season wherever we are. It hinders, uh-oh, it hinders the spread of corruption. It creates thirst. Now, who want to be saved? Are you looking like that? Nobody. Come to the workplace. Come to the job. Come to your house. Come to your area. Oh, Lord, we're going to run. Because you're looking like a sour lemon instead of a king of the most high God. Ruling and reigning. It brings out the flavor. So the followers of Jesus Christ add, you add to human society. You serve, listen at this, you serve as a preservative and make others long for righteousness of Christ. Are you listening to this? Jesus also calls the Christian the light of the world. He spoke of himself as the light of the world. The relationship between these two statements is that Jesus is the source of light. Christians are the reflection of his light. He's the light, but we reflect that light out here in this dark world. Now, now if you're really getting a good understanding, what he's really saying to us is, you my army in the earth. You are my preservatives. You are my light. You bring the seasoning. You bring the flavor. You are stopping the corruption. You slow it down. You slow it down. If you were living in that neighborhood, the devil would take it over. If you weren't in that house, the devil would take it over. If you weren't on that job, at that occupation, the devil would take it over. 
church, if you wasn't with those children, the devil would take it over. So he fights to get you out the way. He wants you out the way. He, he wants you to stop being light and salt. He wants you to give him the ground. Give up. Let it go. But you got to be mad enough and woman enough to stand your ground in Christ. Not just you by yourself. You got to stand your ground in Jesus. That job needs you. That neighborhood needs you. That school needs your children in that school where you are. That neighborhood needs you. Shine for me, Anna. Shine for me. Shine. Put your hand on your heart. Say, Lord, help me to stand in my home, in my neighborhood, for my children's school. Help me on that job to stand and be light and salt. Help me to stay in this marriage. Help me to be a good mother. Help me to cover my children because the devil want me out the way so he can take them over. Not so. Sometimes when you're praying for your children, it is that they look like they get worse. But that's just the enemy using them to prance in your face. To say, see there, nothing's changed. Give up. You ought to stand flat-footed when they go and let that spirit know. Satan, you a lie. The devil is a lie. I'm not giving up. The Lord rebuked thee, Satan. I'm going to stand my ground in Jesus Christ. I'm not letting my family go. I'm not letting my children go. I'm not letting my husband go. I'm not letting my wife go. I'm not letting this job go. I'm not letting my business go. No! No! He calling us up. He calling us up. Christians are the reflection of the light of Jesus Christ. Our function is to shine for him. There it is. It's to shine. Shine means to stand up and go on through with, the, with Christ with you. Knowing he's going to give you what? The victory. Knowing he's not going to let the devil win over you. The Christian is like a city that is set on a hill. It is elevated above its surroundings and it shines in the midst of darkness. Those whose lives exhibit the traits of Christ's teachings cannot be hidden. But are we doing that? Are we doing that? Stop running. Yes, it hurts. Yes, it's painful. Yes, it's tiresome. But you got to ask God to strengthen me. And I like this. I like this. John the Baptist said this. He said, I must decrease so he can increase. You got to get out the way. You got to get your flesh out the way. You got to start decreasing. Less of you, more of Jesus. The people ought to see more Jesus than they see you. 
You say, what does that mean? Your old nature, your old habits, your old ways. Uh Uh-uh, Lord, let me decrease, but let you increase. Yeah, Lobo Shatai, he calling it in. He said, I'm calling it in now. It's coming. Oh, it's coming in now, Anna. Oh, it's coming in now. It's coming in. Coming in high, but you're going on. Come on now. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. Let's go. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We ought to be exhibiting the trace of Christ's teachings. That's what we ought to be doing. Jesus did not intend that we keep the light of his teachings. Watch this. Watch this. This ain't what he intended to ourselves. But that we share it with others. That we share it with others. We should let our light so shine that as people see our good works, they will glorify our Father in heaven. We must allow the people on our jobs and the people in the church see Jesus' life, see Jesus' life operating in our lives and through our lives in this earth. He shot that. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Sunday is very important. I said Sunday going to be very important. You said, what you talking about? I'm not talking about just the day. I'm talking about that we come in, be on time, receive the word. Come ready to hear the word of the Lord with your Bibles, pens, and notepads, iPads, phones with the Bible on it. And allow our souls to be encouraged and refreshed by God's word and presence so we can face the coming week. We don't have any time to waste. We don't have any time to waste. I, 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 I might not be as close as I need to be to it, $45 billion already sent over to Ukraine. And people are wondering what's happening here with inflation, prices, lack. Things won't go down. It's because in the time of war, these things happen. And I know what you're saying, but the United States is not at war. We're not at war, but we're backing Ukraine. And that's fine. That's fine. But we just need to step up to the plate and understand where we are. $45 billion, I didn't say million, $45 billion, that's a lot of money. Because some fool allowing the devil to use him and won't bag down. I'm talking about Mr. Putin. Because he thinks he's supposed to take over the European countries. So I was thinking to myself, I said, Lord, whether Biden gets back in as president or a new president gets in, they're going to have something on their hand. They're going to have something on their hand. But the saints ought to be assured that I'm in Christ. I'm in Christ, and the Lord is working it out for me. But we also ought to be able to tell somebody else that who's in fear. What's going to happen to me? I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I don't know what's going on in the world. You ought to be able to tell them because you get good teaching. 
glory. We got to get our souls encouraged and refreshed by God's word and presence so we can face the coming week. We, we don't have any time to waste. Our world has already changed. And it's no going back. It has already changed. So guess what that means? Saints got to get up and change. We got to get up and what? Change. It's time for the body of Christ to mature and grow up in the things of the Lord and began to be the children of the Most High God, living in power and having success over the devil, occupying till Jesus comes back. Somebody say, I got to occupy till he comes. That means do business. I said, that means do business. So that means every morning, I don't care if you're a retiree, you ought to have something to do if it's nothing more but getting at your prayer altar. But I'm sure you got more than that to do. You ought to have something to do. It's not a sin to be a retirer. That's not a sin. But you need something else to be doing. You ought to be beating me praying. Mm. Every person in the body of Christ needs to understand their purpose and responsibility and fulfill their kingdom assignment. Say, my job is a kingdom assignment. Say, my business is a kingdom assignment. Say, that neighborhood, my child's school, say, it's a kingdom assignment. Say, what I do in the ministry is a kingdom assignment. And I need to be available. I could see if we had church Monday through Sunday, like most of these places, And not only do they have church Monday through Sunday, they come back on Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night. Poor people be wore out. (laughs) Yeah, they do. And here KSL just say, would you please be here on Sunday morning? Could you please do this on Sunday morning? Could you please have this ready on Sunday now, we understand if someone is sick, we understand that. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about these folk who get up, ah, I don't know if I want to do that today. I don't feel like being, oh, Lord, here we go. Uh, guess what? Yeah, you're right. Here we go, because I got to let my light shine. I'm in a leadership position. Uh, I got to let Christ show forth on my life, in the church, out the church, out the church, in the church. You can't be no Christian just behind closed doors. Who gonna see that but you? You can't be a mama just inside closed doors. Who gonna see that but you? You can't be a good wife or a good husband just behind closed doors. Who gonna see that? You can't be a good Christian just behind closed doors. Who gonna see that? Yeah, shine. Yes, Lord. It's in the higher now. Yes, Lord. He said, tell him I'm coming in. I'm coming in in your shine. <laughs> I'm coming in in your shine. His signs and wonders. Yes, Lord. Every person. Do you know your purpose? Do you know your responsibility? Are you, are you asking the Lord to help you fulfill your kingdom assignment? You are salt. You are light. You have the spirit of Christ in you. 
And guess what? It's holding back the spread of corruption. Go to 1 Thessalonians. I'm giving you the word. I'm telling you. That's why Jesus told them when they came to Jesus and they said, Herod said, he's going to kill you. The Lord said, go back and tell that fox. I got to preach today, tomorrow. It must not be that a prophet go out of Jerusalem. Well, can I say something? You're going to have to live it today, tomorrow. And it must not be that the light and the salt and the empowerment of the Lord go out of Mobile, Alabama. Just, I tell you what, take your money off. Now, don't call me because you're going to get it cleaned back up. But, no, I'm not coming to clean it up. I'm sorry, baby. I'm stepping over into my new realm. Instructor, teacher, giver of the word. Lay hands if God tell me. Give your word if God tell me. See, when you get a certain age, like 35, that's right. You know I'm going there, don't you? You may as well not even worry about it because I'm going there. It's certain things you don't have to do anymore. I didn't know that till the Lord told me. He said, oh, you don't have to do that no more. Uh-uh. So they better come in here and get this word. Uh-uh. Because I'm going to feed you. I'm going to give you everything God tell me to give you. But you got to take it back to your house, your atmosphere, and what? Work it. You got to take it back to your business, your job, your home. Huh? your child's school, your neighborhood, and work it. He calling it up. Yes, Lord. He calling us up. He said he calling you up. That just simply means shine. He ready for us to be children of the Most High God. He ready for us to be kings and priests. That's what he waiting on. First Thessalonians. All right. Hey, yes, I come out. I say, no, you, you can't, you can't, you can't do that. You can't. But you know, I see a lot of people jumping ship. I see a lot of people leaving because they can't take nothing. They leave their marriage. They leave their children. I'm telling you what I know. They leave their homes. They leave the church. They leave their places of business. They leave their businesses because they can't take it. They can't take the heat. No, I'm being serious. They can't take it. And that's sad if you hear a Christian can't take it. Because you're equipped. We are equipped to take it. Healing coming in, Anna. It's a healing coming. You're going to get this healing in the higher. It's coming high, though. Yes, Lord. He says it's coming. Oh, the healing coming, but it's coming high. Yes, Lord. He caught on 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 higher. First Thessalonians chapter two. Please go to verse. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. I want to make sure that's the one I want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I want 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. Let me redo that. Thank you, Father. I know it looked different. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. And let me show you how you are a restrainer. Look at verse 6. 
And now ye know what withhold it, that he might be revealed in his time. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now let it will let until he be taken out of the way. Okay? The Holy Spirit in every believer is a restrainer against evil. Can I say that again? You better sit your sit down down. That's why it's so important for you to be at the right place at the right time. Uh-oh. 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 That's why it's so important for you to be at the right place at the right time. Because God positions you strategically to be where you are. Uh-oh. Hey! He strategically allowed you to marry that man, to marry that woman, to have those babies, to get that position, to be on that job. To be in that part of town, to be in that community. I want to move to Washington. What? They got demons in Washington? Okay, so you ready? That's why a lot of times when people come to me, I, I want to move. I just look at them. I said, now, baby. Now, if the Lord tell me to tell them, don't go, I tell them. But if God said, let them just run wild, let them go because they hardhead. But what the real deal is, you're not ready. You can't even handle the demons in Mobile. How are you going to handle the demons in California and Washington, D.C. and Texas? You can't even handle the demons on your street. You're running, you're running from them. Oh, Lord, please. I, I got to get out of here. And that's why so many times when people do that, they'll move from husbands or wives or jobs or places and they get somewhere else and it's like, oh my God, oh hell, I'm broke loose. Oh, eh, duh. I want a new husband. You ain't even handling the husband you got. What you gonna do with a new one, baby? I want a new wife. No, that ain't what they say now. I want a new make and model. You ain't even handling the make and model you got now. You gonna need the Lord. Or you will end up being drunks, drug addicts, fornicators. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, 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 yep. You know why? Because they can't take the pressure, so they drink. They can't take the pressure, so they get on drugs. They can't take the pressure, so they need a man every night or a woman every night or this or that every night. It's the pressure of life. It's the pressure of life. But the Lord has given us a remedy for the pressure of life. It's called Jesus Christ. It's called his name, his blood, and the power of the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you right, Lord. The Holy Spirit in every believer is a restrainer. Put your hand on your heart. Say, the Holy Spirit in my life is restraining the evil that's in this world. Woo! 
He's shining. It's a restraint against evil in this world. This is why Jesus has placed the king's anointing on the believer and set us in the earth on every position to be salt and lights and restrainers. This is why the enemy fights you, because he knows the Lord has given you power over him. Have you ever seen what the devil looks like? I want you to see what he looks like. Now, remember in the book of Luke, Jesus said that him and his father saw Satan fall as lightning. So I want you to understand something. Wherever you have that devil in your mind, so you got him up here. That's not where he is. In the completed work of Christ, it really is completed, defeated, and established. The powers of darkness and the devil, that's been dealt with. It really has. The Bible says in 1 Peter, the devil said, your adversary, the devil, walketh around as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. As, as a roaring lion. He's not one. Jesus took his teeth out. His roar is louder than the bite. He's just trying to make you think the situation is worse than what it is. He's just trying to make you think that he's going to take you out. But he really can't. Lord, have mercy, Jesus. He really can't. When I, when I went back over that decree of healing and deliverance, every pain in my body left. It just lifted. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Because you got to put some faith in the word of God. You're going to have to believe it. I can't believe it for you. You got to believe it. You got to work it in your neighborhood. You got to work it in your home. You got to work it in your business. You got to work it on your job. You got to work it in your relationships. Made me think about the baby girl, Courtney, Elder Courtney, when she was dating. And she had the Holy Ghost. And he couldn't do nothing. She knew every move because God would give it to her in a dream. And, and, and he would tell her, say, who telling you my business? How you know my business? <laughs> the Lord. So y'all women, you, you, you just, you know, I try to help you, but you don't want no help. You just want to keep being cuckoo. You need Jesus. You need to be walking in the power of the Lord. Maybe they'll heal me if I talk this way. Yes, proper prim and trim. You need the Holy Spirit. Which is the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of Christ, the spirit of Jesus in your life, darling. Because the Lord will help you with any given situation. It's not just he'll help you with your salvation. He wants to help you with everything. He wants to help you plan the meal. He wants to help you keep the house clean. He wants to help you how to keep the children going. 
the Lord will help you. He will help you in all your relationships. If that is not the one, the Holy Ghost will let you know. Immediately. If that's the one, male or female, if a man looking for a woman, a good Christian woman, or a woman looking for a good man, Christian man, the Lord will let you know if that's the one. Now, just because God says that's the one doesn't mean it doesn't come with problems. Doesn't mean it doesn't come. But Lord, have mercy. I done seen some folk come in that office and the Lord said, "Uh uh-uh, don't marry that one. And they said, huh, you don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) I said, really, baby? All right, you do it. Do your own thing. You know what I'm saying? It's all right. And I'll even marry you. I don't know what happened. She was such a princess when I married her. I don't know what happened. He was Prince Charming when I married him. (laughs) Uh, The Lord saw further than you could see. Uh Uh-oh, that's right, that's right. Not only that, the Lord is not going to make you up with what you can't handle. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I love you. God is not going to mate you up. That's male or female with what you can't handle. Oh, he won't. He won't. He won't. He won't. That's why you don't let nobody tell you. The devil is a lie. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> you pray. That's a true saying. You pray about everything. That's true. Please hear me this morning. I'm not making this up. You pray about everything. You pray about Everything. You say, well, pastor, how do I pray? You pray in the name of Jesus Christ. And you pray about everything. Everything. And you listen for the Holy Spirit. And what do I do? How do I know if it's the voice of the Lord, pastor? It's because you're going to spend time in the word. He only speaks through the word. He speaks by the word, through the word, with the word. He uses the word. So as you read the word and read the word, even when you close the Bible, when he get ready to speak to you, he brings the word back up. Study your word. Get you a King James Bible. Get all the study helps you want, but get you a King James Bible. I even got prayers on getting a mate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you put your name in there, and if this is for me, da, 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 I'm serious. See, we grew up on prayer. We grew up on prayer. That's why it's not hard. Didn't nobody have to beg us and put, baby, you need to be praying. You need to be seeking the Lord. You need to ask God. The Bible says, ask, and it shall be given. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and the door shall be open. Pray about everything. 
everything. You just don't assume, well, that's the way I'm supposed to go. That's the job I'm supposed to take. That's the man I'm supposed to marry. That's the woman I'm supposed to marry. What did the Lord say? Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Uh-huh. And he says you'll find him when you seek for him with all your heart. You're going to put some heart into this. This won't be I prayed on Monday and I'll be back in three months. It doesn't work like that. I'm telling you, there are men out here. I, I just need to give them y'all number, you know, because they be looking. I be looking at them like, baby, sorry, I'm already married. But I, I, what I want to say is this. You know what? I know a good lady. <laughs> I'm not the one for you, sweetheart, but I do know some good women. <laughs> they laughing but I will you just give me your name and number and I'll give it to them look at, he look at me he said Pastor the crazy I'm serious <laughs> I'm serious pray about everything so that means you're going to have to have a prayer life. Oh, y'all look so cute together. Really? Really? Oh, y'all the same height. You same that Really? What that? That don't mean a hill of pinto beans. Oh, Lord have mercy. Oh, Lord, have mercy. You are a restrainer. You are a seasoner. You bring the flavor. They need you on that job. I said, stop fooling yourself. They need you on that job. They need you in that neighborhood. They need you at your child's school. They need you in that business. They need you to open that business. Go to Isaiah, the 14th chapter. Because the devil is not who you think he is. We soon to go, I promise you. Sometimes I be thinking to myself, don't y'all know how old I am? And you trying to talk to me? You must don't know how old I am, baby. Shut up, Wanda. <laughs> she said, tell me. She said, I ain't playing. I be thinking to myself, I know you can see how old I am, right? I sure am. I sure am. I am, baby. That's right. I love it. My own son say I'm 35. What you say? Ooh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Isaiah, the 14th chapter. Let me show you what the devil looks like. Let me, let me show you what he looks like after the blood of Christ, after the cross. Amen? All right. Isaiah, the 14th chapter. And please look at the 15th verse. It says, yet thou shalt be brought down to hell to the sides of the pit. They that see thee shall narrowly look upon thee and consider thee, saying, is this the man that made the earth to tremble, that did shake kingdoms, 
that made the world as a wilderness and destroyed the cities thereof, that opened not the houses of his prisoners? I want you to understand something. This day, the devil has been brought down to hell. I need you to understand something. It's not what you think. Go to Luke chapter 10. Somebody say he's been brought down. Say, see, see, when he was in that serpent in the garden, you remember when he tempted Eve? You see, back then, before the Lord cursed the devil and told him to crawl on his belly, told that serpent to crawl, the, de- the snakes walked upright. Okay, I need you to understand that. They walked upright. Okay, but not now. Because the Lord cursed him. He cursed the serpent. He cursed the devil. So now the devil is lower than the height where he used to be. Isaiah says, how, have, how art thou fallen, O Lucifer? Let me, let's, let's wait just a minute. Somebody say he's fallen. He's already been brought down. Right. Go to Isaiah. Thank you, Elder Taylor. Go to Isaiah, the 14th chapter. Thank you, Lord. Go to Isaiah, the 14th chapter. Okay. And I want you to look at the 12th verse. I want you to see what that says now in accordance with Isaiah, the 14th chapter, verses 15. All right, yeah, we were right there. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Okay, I see it, yes. Okay, it says in the 12th verse, how art thou fallen from heaven? Do you see that? Okay. He says, how art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How, how art thou cut down to the ground which didst weaken the nations? Okay, I want you to just hold that thought. He's not on the level where we're putting him. Okay, we got to get this now before we get out of here. You got to understand where you putting that devil, he's not there. You putting him higher than where he really is. He's weakened. He's been cut down, and he has fallen from his height. Won't you let that soak in? Because we're running. We're running from the devil, and that shouldn't be. 
He walks around as a roaring lion. And I know what you say, but the symptoms are real. But this is real. No, it's the devil making it seem like it's so real to take you out. But it's not. There's no power greater than God's power. That's why the Lord kicked him out of heaven. When he usurped his authority, God kicked him out of heaven. God kicked him out of the Garden of Eden. The Lord stripped him of his beauty and his power. He's fallen. He's weakened. Thirteen verse, for thou hast said in that heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above, above the stars of God. I will sit upon the mount of the congregation in the mid-sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. This is what the devil said. This is what he said. But he was already cast out. The Lord said, nope, nope, you will not get that far. I'm not going to let you get that far. I'm still God. I'm still almighty. I'm still all powerful. I'm the beginning and the end. I'm Alpha and Omega. I'm he, he that was and is and is to come. So the Lord said, nope, you're going to be brought down to hell to the size of the pit. And then everybody who sees you going to look up on you and say, wait a minute. Is this the devil that had me running? Is this the devil that I let take over my home, my business, my church? Is this the devil that I let tell me that I would never have any joy, I would never have any happiness, I would never have any peace, I would never have prosperity, I'd never be healed? You? You that has been brought down to the pits of hell, the sides and walls of hell, you've been cut down, you, you fell for God, threw you down from your level? And this is why the old saying was, put him under your foot. He's low enough. He's not at the height where he used to be. You got to bring him back to where he really is. You keep putting him up on a high level. Talking about he powerful. No, he's not. There's only one all-powerful one, and that is Elohim. That is Jehovah. Jesus Christ, Yeshua. Luke chapter 10. That's why I like that song. This means war. Got my war clothes on. Because the devil is a liar. He's a pretender. Luke chapter 10, verse 18. Let's start at the 17th verse. It says, and the 17th returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. So how are the devils subject unto you? All right. How are the devils subject unto you? How are the devils subject unto you? I'm going to say it till I, till I hear everybody. How are the devils? No, it didn't just say devil. It said the devils. Is that in your Bible? Check it out. That's why you need a Bible in here. It says the devils are subject unto you through the name of Jesus Christ. How are they subject? How are they subject unto you? 
subject unto you? How are they subject unto you? How are they subject unto you? You better start using it. You better start using it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They got to bow to the name. They know what's good for them. They got to bow to the name. Not our name. Jesus' name. I'm giving you ammunition. I'm giving you ammunition. Lust demons. Uh Fear demons. Addiction demons. Woo! My God. Murdering spirits running through the city. Oh, Lord. Thieving demons. They are subject unto who? Uh, 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 uh. They subject unto who? Thank you. They subject unto you through the name of Jesus Christ. They subject unto you through the name of Jesus Christ. That means Pritchett ought to be covered. Theodore ought to be covered. Sarah Land ought to be covered. Satsuma ought to be covered. Airport ought to be covered. DIP ought to be covered. Oh, jeez. Hey, I'm preaching good. Baldwin County ought to be covered. Woo! Look out now. Woo! The north, south, east, and west of Mobile, Alabama ought to be because of who? Me. Thank you. Me. They subject unto who? Me. Through whose name? So you got to put it right. They, the devils, the devils are subject unto you through the name of Jesus Christ. It's shining now. It's shining now. Woo. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, Lord. I hear you. Yes, Lord. I hear you. Thank you, Jesus. Ooh. And if you want to, you can stand up in your house in the middle of the floor and reach all the way over to DIP. Because why? Decreeing and declaring. The power of life and death is where? In the power of your tongue. Life and death is in the power of your tongue. Life and death is in the power of your tongue. Life and death. That's why I don't have to go to my children's homes. I just stand up and... You speak the word. You speak the word. You speak the word. You speak the word. Y'all got to be ready this afternoon. You ought to be ready. You ought to be ready. That devil ought to be trembling outside the door out there. He ought to be saying, Lord, why you give her that message for him today? You ought to go home and tap something in the spirit. I don't mean tap your house. I mean tap something speaking and banning that devil in Jesus' name. You ought to quote the word and say, wait a minute, we heard the word this morning. In Luke chapter 10, hey, the devils are subject unto me in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. What did Jesus say? 
Jesus said in the 18th verse, and Jesus said that he, that's Jesus, and Jesus said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning falling from heaven. Y'all see that? Ooh. And what did Isaiah 14 and 12 say? How art thou fallen? Now, if you've ever read Revelation, I got, I want to, <laughs> if you ever read Revelation, mm, 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 mm. Lord, I tell you, oh my Lord, oh my Lord, I love you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Please go to Revelation. The 12th chapter. And I want to start reading at verse 7. Now, you have to understand, Revelation is like a big history book. Okay, it covers from Genesis all the way back. Okay, so I just want to show you something. Revelation 12 and 7. And there was a war in heaven. Said, now, now I need you to understand something. This war did not wait to Revelation to take place. This war took place in the beginning of time when Satan usurped his authority over God. This is a big history book. Okay. And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. And the dragon fought and his angels. And prevail not. Do you see that? Neither was there place found anymore in heaven. This is the third heaven. Are you listening? And the great dragon was cast out. That old serpent called the devil and Satan. Which deceiveth the whole world. He's a deceiver people. But if you eat the word, eat the word, eat the word, eat the word, he can't deceive you. But you got to be full of the word. You got to read the word, study the word, take the word in every day. You got to be consistent. He deceived the whole world. He was cast out where? And what? Well, what? And I heard a voice saying in heaven, now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. Wait a minute now. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they loved not their lives unto the death. Therefore rejoice ye heavens and ye that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea, the masses of people. For the devil is come down unto you having great wrath because he knoweth that he hath but a short time. Now, now hold that thought. He is no longer in the third heaven. He's been cast down into the starry heavens. There are three heavens. The one right above our head, then there's the second heaven where the stars and the moon, and then the third heaven is where the third of, uh, throne of God is. The devil no longer can reign and rule in the third heaven. 
at the throne of God accusing us. So now he's upset because he done lost his position. I told you he'd been brought low, but he is amongst the stars and the moon and right above your head. So the Bible said, how did they overcome with him being that close? By the blood of the lamb and your testimony. What are you saying? I can't make it. Poor woe is me. Oh, Lord. No. 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 And he will not be cast out of the second heaven or the first heaven until Jesus returns. But the Lord said, Behold, I have given unto you power. And I can prove it. Can I prove it? All right now. You got to use it. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, please start using it. <clears throat> Go back. Wait a minute, I want to make sure we did all of that. Okay, okay. Yes. I'm giving you scriptures. Please write them down or go back to SoundCloud. Go to Luke chapter 10. Let me tell you what Jesus said. Ooh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Wow, I got all my... All right. All right. Go back to Luke chapter 10. All right. Listen again. Listen what he says. We're going to read the whole thing. Amen. It says in Luke 10, 17, and the 70 returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning falling from heaven. When did he see it? They wrote it in Revelation. They wrote it in Isaiah. Amen. He says, but behold, wait a minute. Look at what Jesus said. He said, I know where you're at now. I know he's not at the throne, of, of, at my throne anymore. I know he's in the starry heaven and the cloudy heaven. I know where you're at right above your head. He says, behold, I give unto you what? Wow. What? To tread on serpents and scorpions, serpents and scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. Did you catch that word? Did you catch that word? Wait a minute. He didn't say you was going to get rid of him. He said, but I give you power to tread. What does tread mean? To keep going. To keep, it do keep, keep doing it. Keep doing it. Why? Because he has a season to be cast into the bottomless pit. And it's not yet. So until then, we're going to have to work it. There is no such thing in crying, Lord, please get rid of the devil. He can't. There is a time and a season for that. But the Lord said, wait a minute. I have equipped you. I have equipped you with power. Power means rights, privileges, authority, and miracles. But you got to use it. You got to use it. You got to use it. You got to say it. That's why we give you declarations in here. That's why we got the declaration card for 2023 up in here. This is why we say the declarations, hoping you saying I'm at home. And the second book is almost finished. 
It's almost finished. And we're going to let you know when that's available. The second, this one is called Holy Decrees. You say, why do you do that? Why, why are you writing all this stuff down and giving it to us? So you can use it. This is, this is not so I can just uh, take up all, all of my time at the computer and, and, and praying and seeking the Lord and fasting for him to give me stuff just so I can be doing something. Oh, I just feel like fasting today, Lord. I just feel like you're talking to me today. Just, just give me something so I can just give it to the... It's so you can use it. Because the word works. 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 And I don't care who it is, what it is, where it is, how it is, the word works. I don't care. I don't care how big the giant is. I don't care how small the giant is. I don't care how tiny the giant is. The word works. And I don't want to hear it. I know, I know everybody got a will. But what have I told you? Yes, everybody got a will. And they can say no to Jesus. But God got a way. Because see, if it's not really for you, God will move it out the way. Oh, that's deep, baby. If it's not really for, see, that's why I said y'all wasting time up in here. Because if you was really seeking the Lord and using these tools, that devil be running. If it's not meant for you or me, God then moves that. And usher in something else, another path, another direction, another decree. See, I can't go deep like I want to because y'all will be running up out of here. God don't do that to people, do it? Oh, yes, he Y'all need to go back and read about King David and King Saul. God don't play about his people and enemies. Because, see, people can be walking right along with you and be an enemy. God don't play. I said, God don't play. I said, God don't play. Hey, God don't play. What do he say? Touch not my anointed. Do my prophets no harm. Now is the time. Now is the time. You got to get in there and cut that. See? You're not cutting up people. You're cutting up the demon using them. But once the demon gone, then it's like, who am I? What, what was I saying? What did I do? I'm going to say it again before you leave class. You're not cutting up people. You're cutting up demons. Amen. Demonic forces that are using people. And when the demon is gone, That's why you need to come to church so you can learn what your weapons are, learn the strategies. We don't, we're not hurting people. It's demonic forces and de demons and fallen angels. Didn't it just say 
Michael and his angels fought, but the devil and his angels fought, and the devil was cast out and his angels. So that means they're up there too in the second heaven and the first heaven. The first heaven is that blue sky that you look up and say, oh, that's so pretty. Swarming with demons and fallen angels. Swarming with them. And the only thing that keeps them off of us is the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus, the salvation of the Lord Jesus Christ. And God got a time when he going to clear the heavens. That's in the Bible. But not now. So he said, until then, I've given you power. My name, my blood, my Holy Ghost, uh-huh, and the anointing. Don't have time to get to that one today. Lord, no, 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 we ain't got time. We're going to go. Hopefully next Sunday we're going to talk about the anointing. Oh, my Lord. You need to be here. And the Lord, give the Lord a hand break.